What up? Here we go again. We are ready for our week number four preview. We have a great slate of slate of games this week. This is the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast with your host, Tyler Fessler. I'm incredibly excited to talk to you guys uh, this week. I think that uh, as far as the, the games that we're looking forward to this week, there are a lot of fun ones. A couple of ones that we're just going to be hanging around, uh, right? But I am very excited to get into it with you guys today. First off, uh, we have been absolutely killing it on the betting side. Uh, for those of you who are, who are just finding us, uh, show's growing exponentially. Very happy. Be sure to follow us on Twitter just real quick, Big Ten Pod. Uh, but We've been killing it as far as the betting uh, side goes. So for the new one, for the new people, we we like to do a recap episode that comes out Monday, and then we like to do a gambling preview or, or a betting kind of uh, a preview of the week. And one of the reasons why I like the betting side of things is because it becomes way more intriguing. I like I like that side. I like college football when you're like, okay, Ohio State's going to win. Well, of course, anyone can say Ohio State's going to win. But are they going by 18 points? That's what makes it fun. That's where I think there's the, the analysis. And you're going to pick some ugly games. I mean, we had uh, a couple of ugly, ugly wins last week. I mean, the Syracuse over Purdue. Uh, we ended up taking Syracuse. I didn't, I didn't have the faith in Purdue. I know it's a Big Ten uh, football podcast, but I said I just think Purdue's going to get them. That was kind of an, uh, a nasty win that we had. Uh, we had to eat 47.5 points for Michigan. They end up beating UConn. And you can say, well, that's super easy, but 47.5 points is a lot to stomach. There was a, that, that was a lot of points to score for the Wolverines. So, uh, And then we even have Western Kentucky plus 6.5. And, and who on earth bets Western Kentucky plus six and a half uh, and the Indiana money line we do at this podcast uh, of course when we're talking about gambling please gamble responsibly uh, I always want to put that PSA out there uh, you know take it for what it's worth but uh, we love the gambling part because we like to do this preview we like to uh, to kind of make it a little bit more uh, you know involved with you guys instead of me just talking about random games or keys to the game uh, which a lot of people do and they say a lot of nonsensical things like well they just need to play good and they're going to win obviously that's the case so it gives us a little bit more of a dynamic here so uh, we're going to be talking about our preview uh, and then uh, of, of week four, and then we're going to be moving on and kind of a couple of uh, sneak peek into to week five if, if you guys want. So here we go. We're going to be starting off. Uh, this episode is going to be, be releasing on Thursday. So we've got a Thursday game. We've got Chattanooga, the mocks coming to Illinois. Uh, right now, uh, the, the line is Illinois minus 18. And uh, you can get at some books, I believe, at 17 and a half. But I, I think 18 points is fair. Uh, the Ohio and I are playing very well this year. Again, outside of one bad defensive series, they beat Indiana and they're three and right now right now they're two and one I see these guys moving to three and one the only trap that they could fall in is just overlooking them they are on the road in Madison next week they could easily overlook them I think Brett Bielema he's been in these games before he knows what it means uh, to 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 play to get these guys prepared I don't think they're going to overlook them but then again I didn't think Northwestern was going to lose to, to Southern Illinois I, I think I think Illinois takes care of them they moved to three and one uh, which is the best start in I mean, who knows how long. Uh, if they do go to 3-1, I mean, in 2019, they went 2-1, two then to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, In 2018, they went 2-1 two to 2-2. Two two. So this would be the first time getting to 3-1, and one, uh, which is very important. I think that uh, if you can set that culture, now they've got an absolute gauntlet, the games after that. Uh, but like I said,
said, if you can get to those three wins, Mark, it's like, hey, we need one upset and then two wins. Where am I finding those wins? If you're an Illinois fan, I think you're feeling pretty good. Uh, my prediction for the game is Illinois 31-7. to seven. Uh, I think that they, they're able to take care of the the mocks. And uh, Chattanooga's a good team. I just think uh, Illinois is going to have a little bit more firepower. Next game up, this will be our first game on Saturday in the big house. We're going to be seeing the Michigan Wolverines take on the Maryland Terrapins. Right now, the line is sitting at uh, minus 17, uh, Michigan, uh, in, in favor of Michigan. Michigan has put up an exorbitant amount of points this year. They have an amazing offense. And you're going to say to yourself, well, of course, when you have Cade McNamara, J.J. McCarthy, you know, you have some of these elite playmakers uh, coupled with Jim Harbaugh's offense, the way that he's been running it the last few years, of course, they're going to be good. But what I want to see in this game is Michigan's defense. They have not been tested. This is by far the best offense that they have seen. Now, they've only allowed 17 points all season, and you can say to yourself, well, great. Uh, that's good against two Mountain West teams and a, an independent team, bordering, borderline uh, FCS team in UConn. I really want to see how the defense responds. I think Maryland's going to be able to move the ball. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think they'll be able to move it. The question, though, is how does Michigan's defense responds when they're kind of getting on a roll? I, I, I don't know. I see Maryland getting down there a couple of times. I don't think this is going to be a close game. I think it'll be close through halftime. I think in the second half, Michigan pulls away. I think Maryland's becoming a better team uh, under Mike Loxley. I think they're on the right path. Uh, I think they have some skill players. I think they're becoming a more attractive uh, you know, transfer destination, a more attractive recruiting destination in the last couple of years. But I just don't see them going to the big house and winning. My prediction for this, for this game, I'm going to say 42 to 14. Uh, so, of course, I'm going to be taking Michigan uh, with the points, right? But I, I just think... Uh, I just see him going down uh, the field. I think 21 to 14 at halftime, and I think Michigan's defense kind of tightens the, the screws on on the next week. The big thing for Michigan is not overlooking this game and going and looking into Iowa. Now, Iowa hasn't been, you know, Iowa of old, quote-unquote, uh, this year, but I, I just, this is kind of what I'm seeing, and I that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with Michigan. They have by far been one of the best three teams, I believe. I think uh, Alabama's looked phenomenal at times. I believe Georgia has looked near unstoppable. And Michigan, I'd say number three as far as the eye test goes, in my opinion. So I want to see what they're able to do against a little bit better of an offense, a little bit better of a defense. They're at home, big house, not happening, no upset here in my opinion. Uh, I might be, be eating those words on uh, you know next Monday, but that's where I'm going with it. Uh, Michigan, again, 42-14. to 14. Next game up, we've got the Central Michigan Chippewas taking on Penn State. Now, this line is a very interesting line. And I, again, I think Penn State's going to handle their business. Well, let's just give a shout out. They did uh, go to Jordan O'Hare Stadium at Auburn and win, and they went to Purdue, beat them as well. So they're feeling good. If you're a Penn State fan right now, you beat you beat Central Michigan, you beat Northwestern. Right now, you are undefeated to start the season going into that bye week, which is by far the best start that you that what what you're hoping for, right? However, uh, I want to more focus on the betting line on this now. 
the line movement started out at minus 28, hung around there quite a bit, and it's slowly been being bet down. The reason why I'm going to go uh, Central Michigan plus 28 is that they actually played Oklahoma State earlier in the season, and they were able to cover. It was an insane amount of points they covered at the very last second. And so I think Penn State is going to handle their business. I, I don't think it's going to be a very uh, competitive game. And really, it's just that the other coach and the other guys lining up on the other side of the ball. Uh, Jim McLean, he... He's very familiar with big games like that. You know, he's coached at a high level before. Uh, I think Penn State takes care of the business, but I think I think it's going to be forty-five to twenty. Uh, I know that's twenty-five points, and you're like, well, Tyler, you're kind of being a baby there. I think it's I, uh, that's where I see it. I think Central Michigan covers in the end. It's going to be kind of one of those bad bets. Uh, when you're looking at at the betting line, these are the kind of ugly games that we're willing to take, uh, and we're willing to take a, a chance on, right? That's my opinion. We'll see what happens with Penn State. Right now, they're 14th uh, best ranking all season, right? They're kind of on the up and up, and I cannot wait to watch this game. Again, Penn State, as long as they're not overlooking them, but I think they're going to start off 5-0, and and they're going to be going into the big house on October 15th, and that is going to be a phenomenal game. And the next game up we have is uh, the... Indiana playing Cincinnati. Sorry, I was just looking down on my notes. Indiana taking on Cincinnati. Now, again, this is one of those lines that's a little bit suspect. A lot of people piling on in the last minute to bet uh, to bet Cincinnati. And this is where we're going to kind of zig when we're going to zag. Uh, a lot, when people are zigging, we're going to zag, right? And when people are zagging, we're going to zig. We want to be a little bit different on this podcast. When you see major, massive money, massive bets uh, coming in on Cincinnati, when you're seeing a line movement from where it started as plus eight all the way up to plus 16 and a half, uh, and it's really been bet down really the last day or so, I, I hung around there quite a bit. I think right now, I, I don't think Indiana is going to beat them, but I don't think this Hoosier team understands that. Tom Allen has been doing a phenomenal job uh, here. He's had some close games, but they haven't looked great against any of these teams, but they've been close and they've been able to gut, gut it out, right? Just gut out a win. And honestly, that's what you want from a team. I think 16 and a half is way too many points to be giving uh, Cincinnati. I want to say 24 to 17. I think it's going to be close. Uh, now, again, I, I think Cincinnati wins. It's on the road. Cincinnati was in the playoffs last year. But don't tell this Indiana team that they can't win. They're 3-0. and They're feeling themselves. They've already topped last year's win total. Uh, again, this has been the best start since that weird 2020 season. They went 3-1 in 2019. They went 3-0 in 2018, lost to Michigan State. So they're going to they're gonna go in. They're going to try to play, you know, kind of an uh, upset, which when you have the, that opportunity, you're playing a little free. You're playing a little bit looser. Uh, Cincinnati has everything to lose because you're going to be losing to, uh, you know, Indiana, quote-unquote, if you want to go there. But I just see, that's where I see this team. And I think the Cincinnati team is gutsy. I wouldn't want to be playing them if I'm Cincinnati. Uh, I think Indiana, you know, keeps it close. 24-17 for Cincinnati. However, well, that's what our... our uh our prediction is the next game up of the afternoon and man is it a doozy my favorite game of the week michigan state taking on minnesota now normally this would be my favorite place to hammer michigan state plus three and as i started this podcast and as i've been going through the games every once in a while i'll take a break and be like okay am, am i am i making sure that my thoughts are getting to the listeners. I'm trying to put my my 
person, right, in your shoes, I'm trying to think, get inside of your head, what would it make, what would make sense to you guys, the listener? And when I started, I was like, you know, I want to, I want to go Michigan State plus three. Uh, they're coming off an embarrassing loss. They had to go across country to Seattle, Washington, uh, the, the, the wet, damp, basically attic of the United States. Sorry, Alaska. Uh, you are part of the United States, but just in the lower 48, right? It's wet. It's damp. The PNW is a different place up there. And of course they're going to lose. Of course they are. That, I mean, what were we expecting? Washington's a good team. But I'm just really sold on this Minnesota team. Now, like Michigan, Minnesota has not been tested to the extent of... Uh, other teams out there, right? They've played New Mexico State, Western Illinois, and Colorado. Only allowed 17 points like Michigan. But I think going on the road, I think they're going to handle their business. I really do. I think P.J. Fleck, this is the best team that he has had yet here. And that 2019 team was a great, great team. But this team, I think, is a little bit more special. I think that Tanner Morgan has looked like his freshman year. He's been getting back to it. And maybe I'm going to eat my words because I might be, you know, being a little bit hyperbolic, jumping to conclusions based off of three games, a very limited space against not very good teams. But I think they're going to get it. I think it's going to be close. But I think Minnesota's going to pull it out in the end. I'm on 28-24 for Minnesota. I think they kind of go in. Uh, they get a play upset, right? They're going to go in. They are undefeated. Everyone's, No one's expecting them to win. Uh, now, the line might suggest as much. But Michigan State, they, they, were, they had a phenomenal year last year. People forget that this team, uh, they went 11-2 beating Michigan. And their only losses, they lost an ugly game to Purdue and then to Ohio State, which, you know, didn't allow them to get into the playoffs or anything. This was a good team. Uh, I just, something just hasn't looked right with Michigan State to start off this season. I think they fall to 2-2, two and two, uh, but they get back on track uh, the next week. And we'll be talking about that in the next week. But like I said, I think uh, Minnesota just has too much firepower. Their, their skill receivers look great. Their quarterback looks great. Their defense has been playing phenomenal. I'm going to be going Minnesota. Uh, 28 to 24. I think they win by one point. It's interesting because the line started at plus one and a half. It's now flipped in Minnesota's favor. Uh, if it gets any higher, if it gets to that four line, so so those of you who don't know, the, the line will be moving, right? If you're new to gambling, uh, as, as game time approaches, uh, betting groups, people come in, public, the Vegas lines are going to go up and down. Uh, well, I guess any sports book, but they call it the Vegas line, right? They're going to be going up and down. If it crept up to four and a half, I would say Michigan State plus four and a half. I would even take Michigan State plus four because at least you get a push uh, under my prediction. But if it stays at this three, three and a half mark, uh, even that three and a half could be a tasty uh, line just because you get that hook of that half point and you say, well, 27, 24, what's one point? I, I would go down to that. This is a very difficult game to, to, to bet on just because of the limited uh, – the limited film we really have against a good team with Minnesota, and this is our first true test with after an ugly win uh, or an ugly loss for, for Michigan State. And so a lot of people are remembering that loss. 
I just think that number that number is what's suspect here. And so I still think Mel Tucker gets them uh, back on on track. I mean, we talked about them going around eight and four. I think that they get back on track, uh, you know, later on in the season, and they're they're going to have an upset or two. Michigan State always does, but this is not going to be one of those. And I think Minnesota gets ranked, and people start talking as uh, the I, I, they're the best team that I've seen in the big the Big Ten West, uh, and they are going to have to get by Wisconsin. They're going to have to get by Iowa, but they've looked the best. And uh, so I'm going to be rolling with the Golden Gophers. I hope I don't get bet. The next game up, this is my second favorite game of the week. I love this game, and you better believe it. A lot of you are going to be tuning in to another game, and you're probably thinking to yourself, well, second favorite, you said Michigan State. What about that? Ohio State? No, I love Rutgers versus Iowa. Rutgers has had a great start to the season. It's been ugly. I mean, we're not we're talking a one-point win over Boston College and a two-point win over Temple, but guess what? Iowa's start to the season hasn't been super great either. Now you're like, well, Tyler, they just won 20. 7-0 against Nevada, who's arguably one of the 10 worst teams in the nation, in my opinion. Uh, it could be a fact by the end of the year. They are not a good team, and they only put 27 points up. They should have slacked Nevada. Well, Tyler, um, you know, there was like a delay and stuff. Of course there's delays. Of course, but you were the better team at home. I don't care if it was, it was 5 in the morning that you started playing. You should have won by a lot more. Uh, I think the key to the game, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be low scoring. Very, very typical. And I want to go 21 20 to 20 uh, for Iowa over it. And I'm all, I almost said Rutgers because I really think Rutgers can beat them. They are going to need one or two drives per half. I would say one drive per half. And then, a, you know, a little bit of help from your defense with a pick or a fumble recovery. And they're in this game. Iowa has not done good. They have not played well this year. And maybe, again, I might be being hyperbolic, but it is at home for, for Rutgers. This is the first time. I mean, last year they started 3-0, and but I really feel like the energy of this team has been different this year. Uh, they're starting 3-0. and To move to that 4-0 and and kind of get over that hump, to get to be like, okay, Rutgers is back. I remember growing up, Rutgers, um, I liked West Virginia, one of my teams, and they were always very pesky uh, against West Virginia in the Big East, right? It was it was Rutgers, it was uh, Louisville, it was West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia was, was perennially one of the best teams, but Rutgers was always in there. And I think Shiano... He's he started down this path. I think he's starting to to bring it back to what it once was. Now they're just in a harder conference, right? But they would start with this win over Iowa at home, which would be crazy for them to go four and zero. And then they have Ohio State the following week. But I think this game means more to Rutgers. I think it's going to be twenty one to twenty. But I would not be surprised if uh, if Rutgers ends up pulling this one off. We'll see if Iowa can fix a little bit more of their problems. Again, Iowa, there's there's a couple things going against you. If you're an Iowa fan, you're not happy because you've got Michigan. Even though it's at home next week, you could easily overlook this team. Thinking about Michigan, you have a great defense. It's true. And Rutgers is going to have to take care of the ball. But defenses can't win you game after game after game. Offense wins games. Defense wins championships. Right, you've got to have a little bit of offense. I haven't seen it from uh, from Iowa yet. I'm gonna be riding Rutgers plus seven and a half, and uh, I think it's a one point game. I think that that half point gets you. Uh, we're gonna see. Hopefully, we're right on that one. 
just three games left. This is the night game that everyone's going to be watching. I believe it's on ABC. Uh, the Ohio State-Wisconsin game, I don't know why they put this game on. Uh, you know, why this one's so hype? Because <laughs> Ohio State has absolutely dominated uh, the last few years. I believe it's like eight straight or something. I mean, they, they absolutely dominate uh, Wisconsin. Won eight straight meetings. Yes, six and two against the spread. Uh uh, Wisconsin obviously had that ugly loss to uh, Washington State. I just don't think this, this Wisconsin team is going to go into the horseshoe and win. That just seems a little bit far-fetched, in my opinion. Uh, again, Wisconsin is another team. Now, they put up points against New Mexico State, which New Mexico State is a horrendous team. Uh, no offense to, to Coach Kill, uh, Jerry Kill out there, and, and but they're just not a good team. And they did put up points against Illinois State, uh, but struggled to put up points against uh, Washington State. I think it's going to be an, uh, an offensive game. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not thinking that, uh, you know, that, that it's not. Right now, the line that I see is 18, is 18 and a half at some books. I do see some at 19. Uh, I, I think that's a pretty, that's a pretty accurate line. Uh, I would say if, if we're, if you're in a push situation, I would say that you would take the points, right? You would take, uh, you know, Wisconsin plus 19, but I see it uh, like honestly 49 to 20. That's that's where I'm seeing it. I would take Wisconsin plus 19 because you're like, oh, maybe it's a 48 and they missed an extra point. It's 18 points. But Ohio State has dominated the series. Uh, they're at home. They're playing well. And if you're an Ohio State fan, though, I, that Notre Dame game was a very interesting game. I, I haven't really felt that Ohio State has been Ohio State yet this year. Uh, now you're like, well, they just put 77 points up against Toledo. True, they did. They did put up 77 points. But these, just something just doesn't sit right with me. I've watched every snap this year, and it just seems a little bit different. And I, I don't know what it is, and I don't think it's going to rear its head in this game. And I don't even think it will against Rutgers. I think it's going to be uh, Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, where we're going to see it. And maybe I can pinpoint it, but just something that hasn't sit right with me. I still think they're a top eight team in the nation. Uh, but Michigan, in my opinion, has looked a lot better. Uh, now you might say maybe it's because of that Notre Dame game and where Notre Dame has been at now. Granted, they did lose their quarterback, but uh, just a little bit interesting. Interesting line. Uh, I want to go 49 to 20. I think at 18 and a half. I'll take it. Uh, Wisconsin plus 19. Uh you know, if it goes any higher than that, or, or if it drips back down to Ohio, um, Ohio State, that's going to be going. I know that they've covered the last time, but I just think it's it's going to be over by halftime. Uh, yeah, eighteen and a half. Uh, so I'm going to forty nine to twenty. So I guess uh, I'm taking. Oh, Ohio State in this scenario because because the line flipped it. Um, to win by 19, but uh, I don't know. I think this is a really a really close game. I would not want to bet this game uh, just because I think that where Ohio State's known to cover the spread at home at night, uh, that would be that's just why I'm 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 going to be taking it because it flipped back to 18 and a half again. If it creeps up any higher uh, into 20, I think then you're like, okay, I'll go bet Wisconsin plus 20. Uh, but I think this line is very 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 accurate. 
Two games to go. We've got Purdue taking on FAU, and then Northwestern taking on Miami, Ohio. Not not a ton to talk about here. Uh, Purdue has had an absolutely heartbreaking uh, start to the season. They easily could be three and zero right now, and rocking and rolling. I think they're going to take care of FAU. FAU hasn't been. Uh, really FAU since Kiffin. Uh, they they were really good. They had a lot of transfers and then everyone kind of has left. Uh, I, I think I think the Boilermakers, you know, handle business. I see it, uh, you know, uh, 49 to 10. Uh, I You know, right now the line's at, uh, at 19. So again, uh, I think they could maybe get a backdoor cover, but, you know, that's 29 points. Uh, I think Purdue handles their business. Uh, they're at home. It's their homecoming. Uh, not much to talk about. I don't even know if there's going to be a ton to take away from this game. Uh, as long as Purdue doesn't overlook it, look into that Minnesota game. But Purdue can get its season back on track because they've got Minnesota. They've got Maryland. They've got Nebraska. So they could easily, you know, rattle off four straight wins. And we completely forget about those two losses early in the season. And they go to Madison. Uh, and if they can win there. I mean, yeah, they have two losses, but the rest of their their schedule is Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana. And I think Purdue's looked better than every single one of those teams. So, like, a 10-2 season is very, very capable for this Boilermaker team. It's going to start with this in FAU. I think they take care of business. Uh, and then finally, the last game of the night, 530, uh, Northwestern taking on Miami, Ohio. This game is uh, one of those stay-away games. I mean, this is one... It's going to be so hard to watch. Now, I split screen it. I have a couple TVs here. Got my iPad and, and uh, streaming things on my phone. This is going to be on the littlest corner because what happened to Northwestern to lose to Southern Illinois? Now, I, I, I'm very scared of this line because it's minus seven, uh, and I really think that's where it's going to be. I've been burned now twice betting Northwestern with the points. I'm going to, to maybe regret this, uh, but I want to say 24 to 14 for Northwestern. Uh, Miami, Ohio is a good team, and maybe they get that backdoor cover. They cannot lose this game. Uh, I think this is one of those, you know, you lost an FCS team. Okay, we weren't prepared. We overlooked them. It was a heartbreaking loss to Duke. That's one you can kind of talk yourself into that to that loss. And Duke was a fluke loss. You cannot talk yourself into a loss against Miami, Ohio. I think this is when you could even lose a locker room. Now, Pat Fitzgerald's been here for 17 years. He's recruited these kids. They're academics. They're smart kids. But this is a very, very different Northwestern team than what we saw against Nebraska. And maybe Nebraska is really that bad. Uh, they've got to get back on track. You need to get to a bowl game. You have not. Uh, you didn't go to a bowl game last year. You've got to get back there if you're the Northwestern Wildcats because you can become very irrelevant very quickly in this conference. Uh, even when the big teams are down, people still talk about the big teams, right? And that's where there's kind of blood in the water, and I don't know why they struggled. They've struggled the last two games. They should be 3-0, and looking to go 4-0, and and you're feeling really good about yourself going into Penn State. Now you're 1-2, and hoping and praying you can beat a MAC team uh, at home. This is a very, very dangerous spot from, for Northwestern. I think they handle business, but it's going to be ugly. 24-10, to 10, that is my prediction. Lines minus 7, so I'm taking Northwestern. And the points, that scares me. They've burned me twice this season. And uh, 
just one of those things. So uh, this has been uh, the, just that the the preview podcast. I'm glad uh, you guys were able to hang around with me. I know this one was a little bit longer. First couple were, were pretty easy. Uh, right now, just to update you guys on the season totals, we're 23 and 15 on the spread, 30 and 8 on the money line. Again, we try to bet every single one of these games. Uh, if if it wasn't doing this podcast, I don't know if I'd bet every single Big Ten game. Uh, there's definitely lines that I really like, uh, and then there's lines that I would, you know, stay away, kind of like a poison pill. But you know what? As it is my job as your podcast host, as the person giving you the information, what I see with the with with these teams, and so I want to try to bet every single one. Uh, on Mondays, we always talk about where we were right, where we were wrong. It's important to have those checks and balances because. Even though you might be feeling the read is right, things happen. These are human beings. It's football. It's a two. There's two points on the ball. It's a goofy game. It flies all over the place. Sometimes you get the bounces. So uh, obviously keep that in mind as we're as we're kind of rocking and rolling going forward. Uh, so again. Thank you guys for the support. You guys have been phenomenal. Be sure to follow us on uh, Twitter at Big Ten Pod. We'll be able to continue to grow that channel, uh, or, you know, uh, through social and uh, do some mailbag questions. I actually had a couple of really good questions that we're going to be answering on Monday from a couple of viewers, um, a couple of listeners that have came up to me. And then, of course, uh, you know, I always have pretty fun conversations with uh, a couple of my work colleagues, and they had some really interesting takes on college football. So we'll be going all over that on Monday. Be sure to, to, to subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode because this is going to be fun i have absolutely loved doing this podcast i've had a lot of uh a lot of experiences doing podcasts uh with the with fcs did one with boise state um and now this this podcast has been my favorite so far it's been so much fun the big 10 is so intriguing uh so many different storylines that we're going to follow can't wait for another great weekend of college football be sure to have a wonderful week have some fun watch some football and we'll see you guys on monday